Hey everybody, this is Blake with Marvel.com and I have the huge pleasure sitting with Dan Fogler. How are you doing today, sir? Uh, excellently. You Thank have been going crazy this press tour, right? Like, yeah. how's it been so far? Uh, I've been, I mean, I've been keeping my, my sanity, <laughs> but it's been, it's been pretty nonstop. It's awesome. I'm, I'm happy uh, getting the word out about Don Peyote and my movie that's coming out and and uh, yeah, I mean, I can talk on the subject of the movie for a long time. It's my baby, so I don't mind, you know. That's awesome. And yeah. it's your four, the fourth thing you've directed, correct? I think it's or the second. The second. Yeah. Okay. It's. Are you have stuff coming out too? So yeah. We're, we're not talking about that yet. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I directed like some short films right. before, but Hysterical Psycho, which is out on uh, VOD now. Uh, was my first film, and Don Peyote was my second. That's awesome. What did you learn in the process coming into your second film? Oh, I mean, I approached it very similarly. The, the first one was so much fun to make. It was like camp, so I just surrounded myself with my friends. That's awesome. Um, cast it with friends, asked favors from friends to, you know, make up the crew, and uh, basically did the same thing on Don Peyote on a much larger scale. I got to ask, too, my big question in this entire interview, how did you get the director of Bad Lieutenant to be in the movie. Abel. Yeah, man. We um, we had, uh, we snuck up on him in an alley and tasered <laughs> <laughs> We tasered him until he hit his submission and held him hostage until he did. No, he, <laughs> no man, he's, um, he's become a friend over the years. Uh, just, um, we have some friends that are similar. I mean, I, uh, Kind of through Christopher Walken, uh, I met Abel, and uh, once you work with Christopher, it's kind of like, oh, okay, this guy's okay, you know. So, <laughs> so Abel was, uh, you know, was cool to talk to me, and then uh, he and I worked on another project together, uh, which was called the Pizza Connection for Vice, and we were we were kind of cultivating that into a, maybe a TV show or something, and then he went off to Italy, but. Um, we got him to do do a, a a scene in the movie, and I couldn't believe it. Man. Right. I was just like, "Really?" And he was just like, "Yeah, why not?" Because <laughs> we because he saw the vibe on the set, and it was just like join the caravan productions essentially. And I was just saying yes to everything, and he just loved it. He was like, "This is so organic and great." He could say whatever the hell he wanted, and you know, he's Abel Ferrars. So I was like, "Let him say whatever the hell he wanted." You know, that's so awesome. Yeah, I can imagine that. Tell fans about the film because I, I got to be honest, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, I'm going to see it. I swear. Um, tell fans about it. Yeah, it's uh, VOD and iTunes out today. If you want to see it uh, immediately, and then uh, May 16th in theaters. Uh, if you're on the West Coast, there's also a crazy bus tour that we're doing. Oh, really? Yeah, we're going up <laughs> down the coast, uh, and you can. It's online. Go to at mrdanfogler.com or uh, or uh, Don Pe- Don Film. Um, and why did I say at? It's just at Mr. Dan Fogler <laughs> at Twitter. Whatever, you'll figure it out. Just look up Don Peyote. And uh, yeah, so so the actual. If you want to join the tour, you're invited. Everybody's oh, nice. invited. Come on out if you're on the West Coast. We're going to have an incredible caravan of people going around talking about the film. Um, the movie is about uh, Warren Allman, my character. It's about his transformation into Don Peyote, essentially. So his, his hero's journey is like the modern prophet journey. Uh, he... Um, 
he literally bumps into the guy, you know, the guy with the end is near sign. He literally bumps into that guy, <laughs> and uh, you know, he's just like this, you know, kind of silly, purposeless, everyman schmo who you know is trying to figure out what he wants to do with his life. He's about to get married. He bumps into this guy with the end is near sign, and then suddenly he gets. Uh, obsessed with you know that concept, and he needs to know: is it the end? Is it going to be the end of the world, or, or uh, you know? And uh, and a lot of people say, no, no, it's just that things are changing, and it's about embracing change. So he just starts transforming as he starts collecting information from all these different wise men and wise women along the way, and uh, he get even though everyone tells him like, listen things are changing don't worry about it because you're just going to add to the to the craziness oh wow um he just doesn't listen to them and and basically the fear consumes him and he goes off the deep end he loses his mind uh and then that's when the movie takes a very Alice in Wonderland-esque turn that's awesome and uh he's down the rabbit hole lost in his own uh insanity and and there and then he emerges from there, a changed man. He emerges uh, as Don Peyote, uh, who is this, you know, modern street prophet who is uh, walking walking the earth and performing, like, odd miracles here and there. <laughs> and uh, and he, um, he is what they call uh, the hundredth monkey. Um, I don't know if you're aware of the hundredth monkey theory. Mm-hmm. So... Supposedly, there's a theory that if you get enough uh, of one species on the same tip, that it suddenly jumps to a, a collective unconscious level, so that the entire species ad- adapts the trait. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. So the the idea is that they were. Uh, you want to hear about all this? I mean, They're, I'm sure the fans do as well. They were working on. We want to hear about. Okay. So anyway, so there were, <laughs> there were these scientists. There were these scientists that were working on uh, monkeys post-World War II out on a secluded island, and they taught uh, one of the monkeys to wash their hands while they were eating. Um, and the other monkeys who were, like, getting sick from, like, touching their butt all day and then eating <laughs> saw the monkey washing his hand and just started copying him. After 100 monkeys started doing this, the scientists started getting calls. Hey, man, what kind of monkeys are you working on? Oh, we're working on these uh, macaque monkeys over here, <laughs> and um, they then they say, well, well, you know, we're out in the middle of the jungle, and there are some macaque monkeys out here that are washing their hands. Okay, and that spread exponentially to the rest of the species. They were on a secluded island, right? So the idea behind Don Peyote is that he's spreading peace and joy and the love vibe, and he's the hundredth monkey for the human race. That suddenly. He tips the scales, and uh, he um, he brings peace and love and joy to the world. That's awesome. I want to touch on what you were saying earlier. Like you said, you, you cast all your friends in the film. You have some impressive friends in this movie. Like Wallace Shawn's in the film. Can you yeah. Just go through the list of some of the people in this movie. Uh, Wallace Shawn became a friend when he did the film. He was a fan of the uh, the subject matter. And I've, I've always been a fan of him right. from, you know, Princess Bride. Right. <laughs> uh, and um, I just, never deal with a Sicilian <laughs> when death is on the line. I can't, I can't, I can't talk about Wallace Shawn without doing it. That's impressive. Did Your you Christopher like that? Walken and that are both impressive. Should I do Christopher Walken talking to Wallace Shawn? <laughs> hey, Wally, 
what you're doing. You feel like dancing on the moon? That's inconceivable. Let's go get some cookies. Anyway, so <laughs> there was a line in the movie that there was actually a, a scene in the movie that was cut out from Don Peyote where I got Wallace Shawn to say, <laughs> Come here, my boy. Try my vaporizer. <laughs> and uh, for some reason it got cut for time, but I wish we kept it. <laughs> uh, there's also Josh Dumelos in the movie. Right. I, did, I did a scenic route with him. He's, uh, he's a lot of fun, man. And he came and did the movie. Well, everyone really, like, we didn't have a large budget, you know, so they just came and just had, I said, you know, you, we're going to create a character for you and you can play for the day. And we just got gold from everybody because they were free to create and just have fun. Uh, he plays this, like, off-the-grid, uh, like, freegan um, <laughs> with uh, Elizabeth Hornwa, who I also worked with before. Um, and the two of them are like Adam and Eve, like living off the grid, migrating like birds, you know, uh, and uh, and teaches Warren uh, that there are other ways of living outside the capitalistic uh, society. <laughs> and then um, and then who else? Jay Baruchel did Fanboys with him. He's a good buddy. He came out and did this amazing scene where he just like lays all this conspiracy information down on Warren, like totally blows Warren's mind. Um, and uh, and uh, Anne Hathaway, she makes a fun uh, cameo in the movie. Uh, she comes into a dream. Warren has several like crazy dreams throughout the movie. It's like his dreams are taken over, and uh, she comes to him as this like ex <laughs> ex CIA FBI you know super agent infiltrating like a like a Jedi infiltrating his dreams. And then giving him the inside scoop about, you know, all of this, all of this information, and and, uh, and she's she's like a total badass in it. Uh, I know I'm, this Annabelle Shore is in it. Uh, she makes an appearance. Um, I know oh, Topher Grace jumps in there. He plays my agent at one point, <laughs> which is like very like he does this like it's very Woody Allen, you know, non sequitur. Uh, fun stuff throughout the movie too I guess the best way to describe the movie would be like Annie Hall uh, meets uh, you know Alice in Wonderland or like I don't know or like Easy Rider <laughs> meets awesome. the Fisher King <laughs> I'm sold nice I gotta answer. It just hit me. Your Wallace Shawn is kind of Daffy Duck. I know it's absolutely <laughs> Daffy. someone said that before. exactly. <laughs> You're despicable. <laughs> <laughs> Inconceivable! <laughs> Wabbit season! This is the best interview I've ever done in my life. <laughs> really? It's I n- nobody ever does impressions, so I look. No one? I mean, well, okay, once, but you're the second time. Who's the other one? Brooke Hogan did a Paris Hilton impression. <laughs> it's nothing. <laughs> I got asked to. We I always tell the editors what you know celebrities are coming by, and a couple of them have told me they've seen you on Comic Con floor numerous times. Yeah, you're a legit fan. Hell yeah. What's your... How'd you get into comics? Oh, man. I mean, I, I grew up on all this stuff that's surrounding us right now. In this beautiful, <laughs> We're in the Hulk room, if anyone's... In the Hulk room, man. I, I, had, I, I had a giant McFarlane Hulk poster. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I had all these... I mean, I had all these characters, you know, covering my walls as a kid um, and played with, you know, G.I. Joes and Transformers and... and uh, 
and all and all that. I mean, right now, like this is like all the characters that are like in the movies right now making tons of bucks. I mean, we're like my favorites growing right. up. Right. Uh, let's get the Punisher in there, and, and I'll be happy. <laughs> uh, you know, get Punisher working really well. Um, although Jane did a good job. Uh, that's Mr. Jane. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, man, I, I I always loved it, and and I'm on the floor at Comic Cons because I'm either you know plugging a movie or something, uh, or uh, I, and I got my own book uh, with uh, Archaea slash Boom. I don't know if I can talk about yeah, we, that. Yeah, we can mention. It's like we got buddies over there. All right, cool. Yeah, well, I <laughs> I got uh, my my book Moon Lake, which is like uh, Twilight Zone on THC, <laughs> and uh, we're developing a, a show. Uh, trying to develop a TV show with that, oh, and awesome. uh, yeah, it's like, you know, homage to like Tales from the Crypt and amazing stories, and again, all these things that I grew up watching late right. night, and yeah. Uh, so, I mean, um, it's really. I mean, I, I go out, I buy comics all the time. I was just at Forbidden Planet the other day. I when I was a kid uh, for birthdays, you know, my my uh, aunt would would take me and my brother uh, to Forbidden Planet. And we walk around the store and, you know, get get a slice of Ray's pizza and go to Forbidden Planet. I get a ton of GI Joes and like, you know, crazy like Godzilla stuff. <laughs> and, um, and then uh, and my brother would get and I and I get tons of comic books. And I and I still do today. I mean, I you know I when I went to college for some reason I was just like, you're a man now. You gotta stop with the comic books, <laughs> and I actually had to sell a bunch off. Oh wow! Yeah, to pay rent and stuff like that, which was like harsh. That and like Star Wars stuff, I had to sell off. That was really sad for me. But then uh, I did Fanboys, and it just like rekindled everything. And I was now I can't go to like a I can't go to an airport without seeing if they have comic books in the, <laughs> in, the book, in the bookshop. Uh, and um, yeah, I. It's kind of like an addiction at this point. My wife is like, you know, because she has like a, a line on the wall that if the, the pile of comics gets past that gets past that line, then I have to take it and put it oh, into man. into storage. That's cruel. Yeah. You have a storage unit for comics? Well, there's other stuff in there, uh, but I got, I got I got some boxes, man. Jeez. Still from when I was a kid. That's awesome. Yeah. I I got some yeah gonna sit on that fortune see what happens it's funny you mentioned the star wars thing because we just got the rights back for doing star wars comics so no 2015 way. marvel's doing all the star wars stuff and everybody's pretty excited about that so well i mean disney's disney's taking over yeah just taking over Our, taking everything if you well i wanted to ask what's the process like between making a film and and writing a comic what's the difference or the similarities? Writing a film and writing a comic. Well, I mean, they're kind of similar in the way that you, the storyboards, you know, the storyboards are really fun mm-hmm. um, because they're just elaborate comic books. Um, or comic books are elaborate storyboards, you know. It goes either way. And uh, so just coming at, from, coming at it from that angle, they're very similar. Um, obviously, I learned in, when I was making comic books that you have to really be uh, conservative. So you're showing maybe like every every tenth frame, 
you know, something like mm-hmm. that. It's when you compare it to a film. Right. Uh, and then in the film, obviously, you have the fluid shots that are connecting and the moving camera and everything. And, um, and uh, I would say a, a comic book is so much more of a, for me, it's so much more of a pleasure to do because I, I, I can write something and, um, and hand it off to an artist. The artist puts their stamp on it and it's basically two more layers and you're done. You can sit back and look at it. You know, but a movie's got... I love making movies. I love acting and directing and and all that goes with it, but it's so many layers. And once you get to the editing process, which is a lot like sculpting, uh, and and um, it's, uh, it's, it's tedious, you know? And there's a lot more cooks in the kitchen. Oh, right. I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, so it takes a long time. I mean, I, I Don Peyote took us probably like three years to to get from start to to finish uh, and get it out to everybody. Um, and that, I had no money doing that, you know. Like uh, movies are uh, are, are complex uh, animals, <laughs> jigsaw puzzles, um, and you know you're. You're dealing with also tons of, uh, you know, uh, everyone's different egos oh, yeah. that are involved. You know, it's like you have to really work with someone to get a performance out of them. Whereas uh, when you're making a comic book, you're just like, make them frown. You know, and it's just like erase, 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 <laughs> one hand movement. Ah, yes, now it's working. You know. Uh, <laughs> it'd be fun to do that in directing sometimes, like that Daffy Duck cartoon. <laughs> Remember the Daffy Duck cartoon where they, oh yes, where the giant pencil yeah, yeah. comes in. Oh my god, and he's awesome. all pissed off at the giant hand. You're bringing back so many nostalgic memories for me. Sorry. Oh man, I love that one. Um, if you had any Marvel character, let's say they said, what character would you love to write, and have you ever thought about where you would take them? Oh my goodness. Wow, I would love to write basically any of them. <laughs> well, you mentioned Punisher a little bit. This I love the Punisher. I would love to to do a run at the Punisher, and I would love to um, I would love to do a run uh, with Wolverine. I know mm-hmm. there's a long line. <laughs> um, the Hulk is cool. I, I what would I do with the Punisher, man? I think I would do like um, I would do like a like a dirty Harry kind of thing. Like maybe be fun to like uh, do like a Miami Vice style mm. thing where he loses he loses his uh, uh, memory or something, and he's he's does an arc where he's. Um, thinks he's like just a regular guy he's just a regular guy he's like a nice guy he's like living his life he's just getting back on his feet but he has this urge to fight this this uh, vigilante he has this vigilante urge so it's, it's almost like in Total Recall <laughs> you know in Total Recall yeah. where he loses loses his memory but he's able to break people's faces 
How did he do that? What's wrong with me? Well, that was weird. That was that wasn't really. <laughs> you a... have every impression. That's awesome. No, that wasn't really. That, that was, was <laughs> that was not an Arnold. That was like that was his cousin, like <laughs> like Randolph. I don't Randolph know. <laughs> Randolph Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, it's his cousin that comes over sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. Comes over sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Come on, come over. That's more. Come on, Randolph, come over. I want you to feel something on me. I'm not coming over. I don't want to feel you anymore. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> uh, they must awesome. be wondering what's going yeah. on in the hallway. Is Arnold Schwarzenegger here with his cousin? <laughs> yeah, they're looking at the Hulk thing on the wall and they're like posing with it. It's really weird. That's a Hulk. Why don't they? Why come Schwarzenegger was never the Hulk because he was just like, I'm not going to be like Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Can you do an impression of any Avengers characters? Avengers Not, Yeah, or like actors in the films. I'm just wondering, because you can do everybody. <laughs> you want to see You want to see Scarlett, uh, Scarlett <coughs> Johansson? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's more of a pose. Um, <laughs> let, me, let me think. Who can I... Who? who, who um, yeah. No, I... Oh, I can do... You ready? I can do... Um, I can do Nick Nolte from the Ang Lever. <laughs> Just like, oh, oh, I'm your father. Oh, I'm Dr. Samuel Stephen Bauer. God damn it. Oh. Wait, did that sound like him at all? That was good. Okay. That's mostly him from Affliction. This is Nolte from Affliction. Oh, 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 oh. Put your past the butter. I wish I had booked more time with you. I, uh, <laughs> I feel this was amazing. Well, I, I came late, so. Well, you have to come back now. I'd we're love gonna to, have to man. We're gonna have to give you a full tour of the office next I time. I only gave you like like ten of my impressions. Uh, this is amazing. I've got thousands. If you don't, if fans don't watch this movie based on this interview, I'm gonna be ashamed. What movie? Don Peyote. Yeah. May 9th. <laughs> iTunes, VOD, in theaters, May 16th. Thank you so much for joining us. This was one of the best interviews I've ever done. Me too, because of you. I feel good. This is Marvel, your universe.